Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello and Happy New Year! It is 2023 and this is the first BYOK Live for the year. And I'm super excited, super, I'm double excited because I now can go live on TikTok. And so I have my TikTok friends over here um, to my left. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, for the TikTok people, if you want to see um, the visual, just go to my YouTube. The link is in the bio. So welcome, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Um, BYOK Two Cents is just me literally giving my two cents about things. It's just a random shooting the breeze type of show because I'm random. So um, I just I just love being random and I love about talk, talking about different things. So why not? Why not do the show? So, um, yeah, like I was telling my TikTok friends, I, you know, after being off for a while, it was a little hectic just trying to like dive in and get back into work. Like I went from like 10 business days off and just drove, like just dug right back into work. And it was rough today, man. It was rough. And it's weird because I watched TV the whole time. But when I had to sit in front of a computer screen, my eyes got super tired, super tired, super tired. Solid of mine. But anyway, I made it through and I'm here with you guys and let's get it started. I'm rusty. All right, so I added a couple of new segments because I wanted to like switch it up a bit. Um, I wanted to talk about some good things going on in the world. I wanted to talk about some flashbacks, things that happened years ago on this same date. Um, Keyword Re is basically just some crazy stuff going on in the world, which we know there are a bunch of those. And what's the 401? It's just a little bit soft talk, soft pop culture, what's going on with the celebrities type thing, or what's the big trending news um, for that for this particular week or day in a sense. And our feature topic today, which is, I keep forgetting it, New Year same you so we're talking about the stresses of resolutions like is it more hurt than harm to set these resolutions or do we just we just continue life just you know just with goals and evolve from there so that's basically what the topic is for today so let's get into the first segment which is today. I fell asleep and the flowers I love that song she killed it on it, especially at the end of that song. She was like, such a beautiful day. Okay, so this um, positive uh, image is brought to you by Real Little Scrappy, basically Little Scrappy. So he posts this meme that says, consistency is harder when no one is clapping for you. You must clap for yourself during those times. Be your biggest fan. I agree with that. I agree with that. I feel like how you treat yourself and how you congratulate yourself kind of permeates to how other people feel about you. Like if you have high confidence, other people will have like other people confidence will kind of follow suit with that, you know. Um, and there is sometimes when you, you know, you're trying so hard and nobody notices it. And sometimes you have to pat yourself on the back because if you don't, you're going to get a little discouraged. You're going to get a little discouraged. So um, make sure that you are your biggest fan. Make sure that you're even your fan. Make sure you are not your enemy. 
because sometimes we could be the latter. Sometimes we could be speaking death into our life instead of life. So be careful with your self-talk and um, don't take yourself so serious, you know, be your own cheerleader. So um, I like that one. I like that one. And so the next one, which I don't know what happened. How do we get out of this? Let me refresh. Okay, there we go. So the next ray of sunshine I wanted to highlight because it was on a lot of, um, it was trending on a lot of things. And so it is basically police praise local hero who broke into school to save 24 people during a New York blizzard. Wow. And so we're, I'm going to skim through the article. This is courtesy of goodnewsnetwork.org. It said it's a remarkable story from the Christmas blizzard blanketed the northeastern United States. Y'all know I cannot see. Featured the kind of smash and grab we all need to hear about. So the school's alarm went off at Edge Academy on Christmas Eve, but due to the worst snowstorm in a generation, the local police um, near Buffalo, New York, were unable to quickly respond. When the, oh my goodness, Cheek Tawaga police, I don't know, did arrive, they found one of the windows had been broken out, but but checking the school building, they found nothing. They thought maybe the damage was caused by a hurricane until they saw a handwritten note left on the table. So the note says to whomever it may concern, I'm terribly sorry about breaking the school window and for breaking in the kitchen. Got stuck at 8 p.m. Friday and slept in my truck with two strangers just trying not to die. There were seven elderly people also stuck and out of fuel. I had to do it to save everyone and got them shelter and food and a bathroom. Merry Christmas. So when the officers watched the video surveillance from the school, they were astonished. We witnessed people taking care of people because that exists. That actually exists. After breaking in, Jay went back out into the storm and found others who were freezing in their cars and brought them inside. 24 in total and two dogs. They found granola bars, water, blankets in the nurse's office and gathered apples, juice, and cereal from the kitchen. Kids played in the gym and adults watched football games and, and storm updates on television while the hours on Saturday turned into a Christmas day. So I feel like this, and they're, they're showing the surveillance right here, which I'm showing on the visual part um, of them just bringing food and just chilling out in the school. Hey, the school has heat. It has shelter. And it says food and a bathroom. So um, kudos to this guy for being on his toes and taking care of 24 people and two dogs and eliminating deaths and people freezing at night. So I, the reason why I have this segment is because it's important for us to highlight the good things happening in the world. I feel like sometimes we get caught up. I still can't find you on YouTube. Okay, if you go to my... If you go to my my the link in my bio, there's a picture of YouTube on Linktree. I wish I could show you it. Let me go. Let me go to my Instagram right quick. And go to my link so I can show you where it's at. Oops. Let me go back. Uh, okay. And then I'm gonna bring the phone here so you can see it. Wait. Can you see? No. I need to turn it around, don't I? This one my age show, y'all. Uh, how do you turn this around? Da, 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 da. I don't know. Maybe I can just, okay. You can see my YouTube. So if you go to Linktree right here, you'll see this right here. The YouTube is next to 
Oh, wait, wait. Ah, this is not working out. The YouTube is ne okay. The YouTube is next to the the Twitter bird, so you'll click on that, and it'll take you there. And then you would just click on the live video right here, and it should take you straight to the live video. Hopefully, you could see that. I don't know if you saw that because I don't know how to flip my camera around. Uh, I oh here it is, flip camera. Okay, all right, there we go. So let me show you again. <laughs> so you will click on the on that. You'll see the YouTube right next to the, the bird. It'll take you straight to my YouTube channel. And then you would just click on this because this is the live, the live video right there. So let me know if you have any problems locating it. Okay. All right. So let me turn this back around. All right. Okay, and I can't, I won't be able to tip. Oh, okay, you figured it out. Okay, awesome, awesome sauce. Awesome. Okay, um, okay, so the reason why I like to do Ray of Sunshine because we're always seeing like the crazy stuff that's going on, but we never really, you know, I feel like we need to see some good stuff, you know, to let us know that it's still good in the world and things of that sort. So we're going to have a commercial break right quick. Uh, courtesy of the Blueprint Media Live. Be right back. Y'all, hey it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in with my girl, Renita, from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to the Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And then you can catch me on Florent Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows. So get on it, okay? Let's Let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on. Let's get it. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Blueprint Live, visit the bpmediacode.com today. Okay, okay, okay. That is our partner, um, Blueprint Media Live. I miss Michi. Um, she is our partner and she is having her fourth anniversary in a couple of weeks. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. And she's doing it live. She normally does it from her, her studio, her home studio, but she decided to take it to the streets. And on Thursday, January 19th, it will be at Tony's Gaming Parlor, which is 565 West Exchange on, in Crete, Illinois. Um, she is, it starts at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. You can go to Eventbrite and get this and uh, sign up for it. Let me put it in the comments. Or you could just click this link that is in the comments. Uh, but you can also type in hashtag the Blueprint Live Anniversary Party. Go out and hang out with her and celebrate her four years being in the game. Congratulations, congratulations. All right, and so we're going to go to the next segment, which is our flashback. Okay, I only found one interesting thing that happened January 3rd, so we only have one going for it. But it is um, on January 3rd, 1977, Apple Computer was incorporated in Cupertino, California by Steve Jobs. Steve Wozniak, and Mike McCullough Jr. In 2018, Apple became the first American company to be valued at more than $1 trillion. What do you think the world would be like today if Apple never existed? Just imagine, no iPhones, iPod, iPads, and iPods. Well, here's the thing. 
I'm an Android girl, so I think that my life will still be the same. However, I do have an iPad, but I feel like I would just have a tablet. But here's the thing. Would there be tablets and would there be MP3 players or any of that if it wasn't for Steve Jobs' innovations? Probably not. So um, Steve Jobs, um, he, cha- he, he was basically a disruptor for real, a disruptor for real for how we listen to music, for how we um, talk on the phone. Now we can see each other on the phone. You know, and all of these ideas wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for the late Steve Jobs. So, um, yeah. So, uh, kudos to Apple. Thanks for your innovations. Thanks for your contribution to technology. Yeah. So, that's what happened January 3rd. Um, That's our flashback for today. That was pretty quick. I don't know. I feel like I thought I had more on that. I remember the Macintosh computer when I was in in high school and i'm like well what the crap is this like it was this little bitty box and then like the keyboard was different and the mouse was different and it was just i just never been able to operate apple apple but my family lived by it girl give me an android give me an android (laughs) all right so let's get into our next segment which is kiwi This Kiwi, it, it is pretty strange. It is pretty strange. And how strange is it? Courtesy of OnSite, a Japanese man, Toko, has been very candid about his life as a giant dog. Yes, yes, a giant dog. Um, however, fears that his friends may think is strange. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Toko purchased a human-sized Kali costume for a company established in 1984 called Zeppet which makes robots and animatronics, I'm not saying that right, animatronics, I can read y'all, I promise. Uh, The Kali-inspired suit cost Taco 2 million yen, which is equivalent to $14,871.99. Toko wears the suit a few times per month to fulfill his dream of becoming an animal, which has always been a child imagination of his he has a youtube channel where he shows himself learning how to train eat and play like a dog however when reflecting on the opinions of others he says he barely opens up to his friends about that portion of his life um he told the mirror i really i rarely tell my friends because i am afraid that they will think that i am weird my friends and family seem very surprised to learn i became an animal I mean, I could only imagine how his family his family would take that. Um, he went on to reflect on his long desire of being an animal. He explained, since childhood, I have had this unspecific fantasy. It sounds pretty specific to me, um, of becoming an animal. I wonder whether it was a desire for transformation. The Japanese man can be seen raising his paw and walking like a dog, as well as rolling over for stomach rubs on social media. Toko also learned how to eat fake dog food and says he appreciates doing things that only dogs do because he feels as if he is a decent pet. Whatever makes you smile. Whatever makes you smile. So so um, a lot of people were saying on the comments, like a lot of men have been dogs for centuries and their friends do not think it was weird. Most of them joined in on the food. They say, nah, bro, you good. Go hang out at the dog park. Hey, if you love it, I like it. That's how I feel. So this makes you feel happy, whatever. It says there's definitely been a chemical imbalance going on with people. Um, Then they said, wait for me. I need more time. But he's afraid to tell his friends. So he tells the whole world. 
I mean, he's on YouTube. So I figured like that's a way to like break the news. Like, hey, you know, I wanted to be an animal. Here I am, an animal. So, so yeah, so that's the... That's one of the the key key reasons. Like, what do you feel about that? Like, I feel like when I was a kid, though, I did want to be a duck. Like, I feel like the duck had the most laid back life. They just waddling in the in the water, you know. Water rolls down their back, literally. They can walk. I mean, they can swim. They can do it all. I just feel like, hey, if you're gonna be an animal, why not be a duck? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, of course, some of these things are all like all the way back with Christmas because I haven't um, this is the first of the year. Christmas was like what two weeks ago. So I said, OK, I'm going to go with it. So I thought this was so hilarious that I had to um, share it courtesy of Hollywood Unlock. Child's angry letter to Santa about missing Christmas gift goes viral. Dear Fatty. Yes, he had the nerve to call him Fatty. So this is how it starts. So the child says, Dear Santa, I am writing this on the day after Christmas and I am very sad. I only received two of the two presents I asked for. Since you are my, what do you say? Since you are my cookies, I will assume um, I'm missing my gift. What? Is, he's not spelling it correctly. Missing my gift. It was a miss. It was a mistake. He's saying that missing my gift was a mistake. I will give you one week to fix this. First of all, Jeremy, I need you to spell this correctly. So then Santa says, dear Jeremy, I am sorry you are disappointed with your presents. You asked for two very expensive presents and Santa can only do so much. Okay, fair enough. He says, you need to learn to be grateful for what you have, not upset about what you don't. If you continue to complain, I will have no choice but to add you to the naughty list next year. So Jeremy had extra energy and he writes, dear fatty, your threats don't scare me, played your game and you did not deliver. This is not okay. I will give you one week and then you will pay, Jeremy. Then he had the nerve to say, P.S. I don't know why you care that it is expensive when you have elf slaves to make things for you. I think you are naughty for having slaves. So he checks in. <laughs> yes, yes, N.H. It is it's hilarious. And so then, so Santa Claus, which this parent had energy, this parent and, and, and child duo had all the energy. So, so Santa writes back and said, dear Jeremy, you are being a very bad little boy because you cannot be happy with what you have. I have talked to your parents and told them to take away your we, your we, you. Now you have nothing. Once you learn to be grateful, perhaps you can have it back. I am very disappointed in you, Jeremy. You will need to be an extra good boy this year if you want to make it back on the nice list. <laughs> What I love about this is the energy, the energy, the parent, like, okay, you got energy and so do I, <laughs> and I'm going to take all your toys. <laughs> this is still funny to me. Like, I read this a couple of times, like, over the holiday, and I thought this was so hilarious. <laughs> These kids play too much. These kids play way, way too much. Um, So we're going to go into our next commercial before we get into our... um. It's where we get into some other stuff. This is brought to you by, uh, we having a, we having a show. We're having a little, a virtual show called Manifest Your, it's not a show. It's a virtual seminar on, on Zoom. It's a paid event. It's called Manifest Your Vision with a plan with Tamika Hill. Tamika Hill is a licensed therapist and also a goal expert. She says that she is the queen of manifestation. That's what people say that she is. And that is because she plans 
her visions. So I'm going to do a quick snippet um, of a little bit about her so you can just kind of get a feel of what the seminar is. So we'll be right back. Because everybody's always like, I'm the queen of manifestation. By the time I say something, it's it's done. But people don't realize I only speak when I have a plan. So I may not just give my plan out at the time, but I always say this is going to happen because I've set and developed a plan before I spoke about it. And the half of the time, the downfall to vision boards are the pictures are pretty. It's all glitz. A lot of times we put them on poster boards. So what I did, the concept of what I did for this group was I put it actually on a beautiful picture frame. Um, and you can put this up. Actually, I do have some pictures they sent me. They're in their living rooms, their offices, because it's a really nice picture frame. But it had to be specific goals. They couldn't be general. So, for example, if you said, um, I want to buy a house, that sounds like a really huge goal, right? But nope, we started at the bottom. The first thing is identify your debt. <laughs> identify your savings identify your budget of what you can afford then you know like each month was such a different step people don't realize visions are big but it takes small consistent steps to actually manifest anything and i love that i love that i feel like she broke that down very well very well so if you want to get a little get the steps and get a little more insight it's, it's very interactive She's going to talk about, you know, blockages that stop you from even progressing to getting to step one and the importance of an accountability partner and things of that sort. So if you are interested, it is on January 29th. It is $19.99. And um, yeah, so I am going to, you can find it at www.beyourownkind.com. Grab a ticket, um, engage. It'll be a lot of us, a lot of us there, you know, learning from her. So I'm super, super excited about that. Super excited about that. And for those that are looking at the visual, um, this is just what it looks like on my website, www.beyourownkind.com. Um, this is just telling you a little bit about it. And then you can just check out here. Also, while you're there, um, be sure to sign up for the email marketing list. That way you can know what's going on. Look, look, I only send one email a week. I am not going to flood your email. I'm just not. I don't like my email to be flood. And um, email marketing is a lot of work. So, yeah, <laughs> you're only going to receive one. So um, be sure to, when you go there, it'll pop up. It's obnoxious. It's going to ask you to sign up anyway. Um, we also have a shop. We have new arrivals, which is like the, we have a budgeted sidekick journal, Mernis a morning side sidekick journal. I'm actually doing those journals now just to see, you know, how they work and, and how I can talk about it. I found it on a wholesaling website and I thought it was a good idea. So I'm like, okay, let me try this out. And so just make sure that you check out my site. Okay. That's it with my shameless plug. That was it for my shameless plug. Okay. So now we're going to go. <laughs> Um, actually, we're going to do one more commercial because I think I skipped one and then we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. 
BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone to later learn that it was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced better health therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. Okay, okay, okay. I always talk about the importance of seeking therapy or seeking a support system if you're you're feeling down or need someone to talk with. BetterHelp is full of trained um, therapists that you can speak to and get an unbiased opinion. To get 10% off, um, as the commercial said, on your first month, you will go to www.betterhelp.com backslash B-Y-O-K. So thanks to our sponsors. All right. Okay. Let's get into what's the Okay, okay. What's the 411 is we're just talking about what's going on. First of all, I have never heard of Skip Bayless until yesterday. Um, I, I didn't know he was like a commentator. I do not watch football. I don't even know who DeMar Hamlin is, but my heart goes out to him and I pray for him to um to have a, a speedy and healthy recovery. But this dude had energy. And so this is why he made the West 411 list. So he says in the middle, it says in the middle of the first quarter of tonight, well, yesterday's NFL game between the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals, Bills safe safety DeMar Hamlin was seen tackling Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins on a on a crossing pattern. After the play, he stood up for a second and fell straight on the ground. He just collapsed. He just collapsed. And this is um, courtesy of whiskeyrift.com. And so Luther Cyrus on TikTok says, Bill Safety, um, DeMar Hamlin was taken off of the field in an ambulance after collapsing mid-game. They know uh, they know what they brought. This isn't from an injury. He clearly gets up after the hit. So let's see what happens. Okay, so he gets hit, and he did get up. He did get up. That's uh, so he got hit. Not what any of us want to see, and everybody's around him, and so he gets up. Okay, and then he just falls. So we'll take another break. Oh, something happened here in Cincinnati. Oh man, that's awful. And so for about nine minutes. The former Pitt former, um, pit Panther was given AED, CPR, and oxygen by the medical staff as they brought out the stretcher and ambulance and transported Hamlin to the nearest hospital in Cincinnati. So on Twitter, it says, while administering CPR to DeMar Hamlin, you can see the Buffalo's bills circled around him, crying and praying for him. Please pray for DeMar Hamlin. I mean, that is so, 
um i don't know that's so detrimental right so you you're, you're playing he gets up and then he just collapsed so that's super scary right and so they eventually suspended the game and both teams were sent to the locker room discussing what the next move should be so the game was officially postponed so of course at that time the majority of people on twitter were asking for the game to get canceled or postponed now why they had to why they i guess it's a semantics and money thing which kind of sucks because this is a person this is an actual person that collapsed right um however sports personality skip bayless took to twitter and he shared his thoughts and he should not have but he says i've seen so many horrific injuries suffered on football fields yet never have i seen a reaction like this in every other situation i witnessed or covered the game always went on fairly quickly the attitude was hey that's football for these players that was different so basically he was mad that the game didn't continue when this young man just like collapsed out of nowhere and so then this ridiculous tweet he says then he says more he says no doubt the nfl is considering postponing the rest of the game but how this late in the season a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome which suddenly seems so irrelevant it couldn't have been the the, the man who collapsed on the field <laughs> that was more important than the game so so his sickness was irrelevant but keeping the game going wasn't we we, we got to treat people like people like i feel like we need to have respect for humanity at some point in life like i just kind of felt like it was just a straight disregard just a straight disregard to what was happening so needless to say the guy is currently getting torched for his comments on twitter first of all twitter is not the place to be playing with twitter will eat you alive i don't know why people keep playing on twitter from former players from current players celebrity fans everybody is disgusted by skip's ignorant comment they're saying f you they're saying all type of obscenities um then they say then this dude was like christ jacob hester who looks like a football player christ what is wrong with you how in the hell can you put something like this out there a man's life is at risk nobody gives a damn about playoff seeds and standing right now read the room have a heart man and then everyone just called him a sick person so it's it's like a it's a lot of tweets and people were just mad because that was the most insensitive thing that that you could ever say and so i don't even know if he responded with anything um this guy said the possibly the worst tweet i feel like he said something else he was like basically he said that people um misunderstood what he was saying i don't know if it's on here oh here it is so he clarified what he said and it was nothing is more important than that young man's health <laughs> now it's it's important that was the point of my last tweet i'm sorry if that was misunderstood but his health is all that matters again everything else is irrelevant i pray for him and will continue to now when he said irrelevant he said a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome which suddenly seems so irrelevant no when he used irrelevant it was pertaining to the game it was not pertaining to the it's pertaining to the game as it was pertaining to the game and not the man's health and so his his irrelevant wasn't what he he, he said what he said that's what i'm going to say he said he said what he said so anyway skip bayless stop it get a hold I'm, i know he tried to clean that up like i said i don't know who this man is but it comes a point where we have to care about humanity like at one point in life we have to care about humanity all right so i don't know if you guys watched the real house uh wives of potomac 
Um, but I do, and I'm for it. And normally, I feel like they always have to find some don't even know. They don't see the players as human. They see them as as they're little. They're walking dollar signs, like running into each other on the field. Like you know, it, it, that's all that is. Because people bet on the game and whatever else goes in with sports. I know it's a lot of money in sports. I don't have to watch sports and know it's a lot of money in that. You know, so um, stop it. We we got to care about humanity eventually in life. You know what I'm saying? So for the Royal Housewives of Potomac, I feel like they always have to have a storyline that kind of demeans a husband. And since Michael was like, uh, peace out, they are picking on Chris, picking on Chris on the Housewives of Potomac. Now, he is a fan favorite. Like Chris cooks for the girls. He makes jokes. He calms Candace down, which is good for them because, you know, she, you know, she'll get at you, you know. And so... Chris goes to Twitter and says, I would just like to again thank Real House of Potomac Production and the team in the editing room for continuing to show the lies these women continue to tell about me. We have Giselle saying that she felt uncomfortable when um, they were in the room with the door closed. And he says that he was just going in there to tell him how to talk, you know, how you how you would talk to Candace when she's, I guess, a certain way. And so... To me, in that situation, I was like, okay, maybe she had some type of past trauma that triggered her and she didn't want to be in a locked room with a married man. Okay, fair enough. But then when people ask, well, did he touch you? Did you this and this? And she's like, no. You know, so I think if she just would have went to Chris and Candace off off camera and had this, situ had this conversation, I don't think Candace would have been mad. But the fact is you're in my house and you wait good as well for the camera to come on to share this story. So it's like, what is your motive with that? So there's that. And then you have Ken, um, uh, what's her name? Ashley's friend saying that he's flirting or he going in people's DMs and stuff like that. So they've really been trying to nail Chris to the cross this season. And I, I, I'm not for it. I love Chris. And so let's get into what the girl is saying. Let me go to see someone from the side. And then so. Like, look at that, smiling at you in your yes, face. Yes, the He's eyes. He's not yeah, looking at this girl at all. Oh, He's for like a good two minutes. I'm just like looking straight. But you know how you can see someone from the side? And then, so. He wasn't stuck her. Like, like I don't understand it. Yes, yes, the eyes. Yeah, the eyes. And so, right. Okay. And so Candace saw her set on the street. So, you know, Candace ain't for But I'm just like, why? This is the house of the housewives of Potomac. She would be on the female. You're not going to leave Chris alone. He's one of my favorites. So I don't really like where they're going with this. But this will make a great reunion show. So I'm for that. I'm for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to mention it. I don't know how much real. I don't know how much you guys watch that, but that's my show. That is my show. Um, here is some bad news though. Bad, bad, bad. Oh, thank you. Good night. Thank you for watching. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> so the next news we have is Gangsta Boo, three six mafia rapper, dead at forty three years old. Um, the Memphis hip-hop artist was found dead in a local home around 4 p.m. on New Year's Day. Um, Gangsta Beer, Gangsta Butter, Gangsta Boo was a, a pioneer in Memphis rapper with 3-6 Mafia. How I know about her is because my husband is a fan of 3-6 Mafia. They're saying, um, allegedly, it is a drug overdose. She was on her porch um, just before she passed away. 
and she had a um she had just tweeted just tweeted three days ago um some of the things that i did in 2022 and it was kind of highlighting like all of her concerts and things of that sort and she said so fun and productive climbed out of my shell a lot 2023 gonna be 23 and jordan um hashtag jordan hashtag blueprint recap happy new 2023 everyone and then later on um, she was found dead. A lot of people are very heavy hearted about this, including me, because she was 43 years old, 43 years old. So um, rest in pe- rest in peace. Why can't I talk? Rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. My heart goes out to her family and to her fans. What a great loss in hip hop. What a great loss um, in hip hop. And just to end on um, a light note, we're going to send a congratulations to Summer Walker. She gave birth to twins. Her doula is... The love, the wonderful Erica Baidu. She posted um this beautiful picture of her um in her I don't know. Summer Walker is very pretty, very pretty. Um, and it's just a beautiful picture of her and her twins. Um, she said on um the shade room that I'm so proud of myself just sharing to inspire other women because I know once you carry twins to almost 42 weeks, especially with one breach, people will try to steer you towards induction or C-section, which there's nothing wrong with these. I just didn't want it for myself. You can do it. This was my second home birth, all natural, seven hours, no tearing. I couldn't have done it without my spirit guides, godparents, birth teams, my elders, and the best dad doula ever larry lol he was so hands-on the whole time and i was really impressed it wasn't easy but she got so just congratulations to summer walker um i know a lot of women if their if their labor goes longer than intended they're always um pushed to do a c-section but you don't have to do a c-section just like right when they say that you have to do one especially if baby is not in danger and you are not in danger they push the c-section because it's quicker it's quicker and so um i i know somebody's in that same situation and she said no she was like almost there like almost like there yeah you definitely don't have to do a c-section exactly exactly sis hey sis you definitely don't have to do a c-section but they they push to do it because it's quicker and they can go home you know, so every time that you have a C-section doesn't mean that you have to get one. So you just have to be in tune with your body. And if, like I said, if baby is good and mommy is good, don't let them doctors push you to do that. And the doctors get paid more for a C-section, right? Because that's also a money game too. So yeah, so know your body, know your rights. Um, African-American women have, um, were recorded of having the worst births and a lot of um, deaths during labor. Um, so make sure you know your rights. You do not have to automatically do something because a doctor is telling you to do that. You have a right for a second opinion. It's just not even just about pregnancy, just period. You you have the right to to counter, to counter, um, to counter argue your doctor if you feel like something isn't right. So congratulations to Miss Summer Walker. I'm getting on my soapbox. <laughs> okay, I think we have one more thing to advertise and what is that oh okay you guys won't be able to see it on tiktok but here on um the visual um chrysalis for girls which is a non-profit um is a non-profit that 
aids women into not women young girls into being confident in who they are as black women confident in their hair confident in their skin um she's been doing this her name is asha intim and she's been doing this for several years now so what's what she decided is hey maybe we should have an event for the parents for the women so we can have like a girls night out you know what i'm saying thank you for the likes thank you for the likes um hey girl just noticed your name hey Viv Morrison, you guys got to follow her. You think working out in a chair is easy? It is not, <laughs> but she'll get you right. <laughs> Make sure that you follow her. <laughs> um, so her Power Her Conference is March 10th, 2023. Um, it's a whole weekend. If you are in the Chicago area, do it. I'm already got my hotel booked. I cannot wait. Um, it's from March 10th to March 12th. Um, you can actually find this on Eventbrite. It's pretty easy to find it. You would just type in Power Her Conference 2023, and it's easy to find it. Um, the tickets go from 100 to 150, but it's great things that comes with it. You get a bomb workshops, paint and sip, black-owned shopping, pampering and safe self-care, a form of gala with live entertainment, a comedy show, and they're even going to be a Saturday night, an old-school pajama party. So it is in a luxurious girls' night out and well-needed. Um, This is her second one. Her first one was 2019, and then, you know, COVID happened, and then the after-effects of COVID happened, and then the after-after-effects of COVID happened. So I'm glad that she's bringing it back uh, for 2023. I am so excited. Excited. So, um, like I said, if you are in the Chicagoland area or if you like Merrillville, Gary, that's not that far. You um grab those tickets on Eventbrite. Yes, yes. And I will put that link into the comments um, just so you can click on it. The comments on YouTube. Other than that, everyone on here, just go to Eventbrite.com. <laughs> I have to remember the TikTok people. Okay, so we are on the subject finally, right? Uh, so here we hey, go. Hey, lovelies. Now it's time for the topic of the night. All right. So our topic of the night is New Year, same you. And I'm looking for, there we go. New, um, New Year, same you. So I wanted to get into this because I feel, I, maybe this is just me, but at the end of the year come maybe the next like when december hits all of a sudden my mind takes me through the entire year of what i did what i didn't do what i could have did better what still seems the same um and that's a lot of stress so it's like okay and he's and he's four weeks four weeks from now when january 1st hit i'm going to do this 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 so then december happens again and it's the same thing it's a revolving door revolving door and so i feel like there is stress in resolutions because it's insinuating a start over and so anytime that you have to start something over that was not successful it's stressful and so i was thinking of changing it to a new perspective it's the same you which is a wonderful you <laughs> but you're just you're just going to be evolving more in the upcoming year. So even if you tried the weight loss journey in 2022, 2023, you're continuing it, but with better experience and better knowledge. So maybe you'll go a little longer. Maybe you know to get an accountability partner. Maybe you realize you can't do it yourself and hire someone to help you with your health needs. But it's not a start over. It's not a do over. It's just a continuation. 
That's all it is. It's just a continuation of another chapter. If, in fact, the year means that we have to start over, what's the purpose of birthdays? We, we will continue to be continuously be one years old. No, our birthday is another chapter of our life. And I feel like when we think of it like that and we learn, you know, we weigh the pros and the cons, we weigh the experience of whatever happened, then we just evolve from it and we do things just a little bit differently. But it's still a continuation. So so um, before I get into get into my blog post, which is basically what I just said, I thought this was really, um, really cute what Niecy Nash said. So I want to share it. This is a random thought. Can you know hear how people it? say, new year, new me? I don't want to be a new me. I like me. Matter of fact, I love me. I just want to be <laughs> more me. Yes, I just want to be more of me. I just want to be a, a more involved, uh, evolved me. It's not a start over. It's just a continuation on another. It's just another level. You know, it's just another level. And so... Um, that's why I said New Year's, New Year, same you, because there is this presence out here that when the year comes, it's New Year, New Me. No, it, it's still you. It's still you. So let's not eliminate all of you because there are good things about you. There are things that you accomplished um, all last year and year before that and year before that. And just because you weren't able to cross off every list on the bucket on your bucket list doesn't mean you didn't accomplish any of it. That's why I feel like it's good to to record your successes big and small. I saw um, a meme online where every time you accomplish something, you write it down, you put it in a jar. And at the end of the year, you'll see how much you have accomplished. So I thought that that was a very, a very good idea. Or you have a gratitude journal. Just anything that will track your progresses in life. On a, And so when December hit, you're like, hmm, I killed this year. You know what I'm saying? In a good way. So just find ways where... I feel like when we come from a place of gratitude and we pay more attention to our gains than our losses, there's a blessing in that. And there's an easiness in that. Because if we're always looking at, man, I said I was going to get that degree last year and I still ain't got that degree. I said 10 years I was going to get that degree. But also in that year, you've had kids, you had a full-time job, you're a wife, you got a side hustle, you got parents to take care of. You didn't have time. You didn't have the space. So maybe the next year is, you know what, I'm just going to get the LLC. And if and if all you got that year was the LLC, that's all you got. But if you can build up on the LLC within a year, do the business plan and do other things, that's awesome. But start small and pat yourself on the back for those small progresses, right? Those small pro. Because what are we rushing for? I mean, I know, I know, life, death comes. You know, I I get that. But when we accomplish something, do we ever stop and just enjoy it, or do we just hop to the next thing? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, do we take a minute to just bask and breathe? Like, ah, I did that thing. And then we're like, okay, maybe maybe I'll take a trip or maybe I'll treat myself. Or do we just dig into the next thing? Like, when do we enjoy the present? When do we enjoy living? I feel like if we're constantly trying to check check stuff off, are we even enjoying? Are we even basking in the presence? You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know if that was on subject, but I do um I do believe that. And that's why I stopped to to um I celebrate all my successes, no matter how weird, no matter how small. I celebrate that because here's the truth. I am not who I was last year, last month, or even yesterday. We are constantly evolving. And for people that are so resistant against change. You're going to change whether you want to or not. So why not do it intentionally? You know, so 
um, going into the, the blog, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but if you want to read the whole thing, you know what I'm going to say. It's on www.beyourownkind.com. <laughs> um, and it's called New Year Same You. And so I just want to get into, I'm just going to read, hmm, I'm going to try not to read the whole thing. So I said, it's something about the end, of, the end of December that uproots all we are not and need to improve. Not only are these ideas overwhelming, it is the urgency for a change to be implemented on the first or second day of January. The fancy, um, the fancy word resolution is thrown out there, but that word always seemed fishy to me as the prefix re is indicative of starting something over again, while solution is defined as solving a problem. When both are combined, it's basically repetitively solving a problem. So you're repetitive, you're you're constantly stuck on that same problem each year if you haven't completed it the year before last. And so the issue with the resolution, the issue that I have with the resolution is that we may be attempting to solve a problem where no problem exists. What if we are setting goals based off other people's opinion? or what we think other people's success is out how do we ever just sit and define what success is for us like what how do you define success how do you define it you know um once you define that success then i think that's the starting point to build to build up on that like well how do you see yourself in the next year five ten years you know um, and if a problem is present making a declaration for solving it and then leaving it up to chance will likely not solve the problem. So as with any declaration, there has to be some planning, accountability to, to maintain traction. And as said earlier, assessing problems and their resolve is designated to something other than December. We don't have to wait to December to, to do that. You know, and so this is the last paragraph I read. It says, I am in no way putting down the resolution tradition. I am just worried about the anxiety and the overall stress that getting it right causes us. I get concerned about the metaphorical clock to fix it all before the following year. I am alarmed by others feeling unaccomplished at the end of the year if said things still need to be completed. This saying, new year, new me, grinds my gears because it evokes the message that something is wrong with how you and your life are in the present. The new year is about anticipating new opportunities, lessons, and experiences that will be added to your life. How you are now is fantastic. By the end of the year, you will be a more evolved you. Plus, the mere thought of creating a new me every 365 days is daunting because who wants to start over every year? So that's basically what I said earlier. So um, when it's, it is a new year, it is 2023, but you are the same you. You are the same wonderful you. You have the same um, lessons, the same evolution. You are you are not the same. And I mean that in, in a grand way. This will be a fantastic year. And it already was a fantastic year when you entered it because you you are fantastic. You are terrific. And yes, it's good to have goals. Yes, it's good to, you know, have intentions and and um and micro goals and whatever, but don't lose, don't get so caught up in that because I feel like when when things don't go as planned, that's when we get discouraged. I'll go back to dieting because that's my life. So I eat a donut today okay, I messed up. I ate the donut today, but tomorrow I'll get a salad, you know, but if I, if I continue that defeatist attitude, then I'm going to eat a donut and two donuts the next day, three donuts, and just say the hell with the hell with the diet. You know what I'm saying? So be patient with yourself. We are not trying to obtain perfection, right? No, 
We're just trying to live this life the best way we know how. We only do it one time. Life is not an audition. I say that all the time. So be easy on yourself. So with your goals, have a little leeway. Have a little success. Okay, I didn't I didn't um eat out this week. You know, so Saturday I'll go and get I'll go get one meal out or I'll take the money that I would have spent eating out and put it in a jar and save up for a trip. Have little successes. You know, that, that'll encourage you. And even if you, like I said, even if you do mess up, it's not the end of the world. Every day we wake up is another chance to work at something. So um, I just want you guys to be encouraged during this year because it's going to be amazing. It's going to be fantastic. And it will be all based on how you view it, your perspective on things. Because perspective, you could be in the worst of situation. But if your perspective is in the right place. Somehow, you ever just seen people where life is just like, they just, it's just burning up and they're just sitting there like, well, you know, these things happen. It's all about the perspective. It's all about metacognition, having the authority over your thoughts, knowing that the only thing that you can change are your reactions to things or, or what you're going to tolerate and what you're not. Everything that we can control in our life begins with us. So that's that's the part. So <laughs> even when you want to blame somebody else, you still have to go to self. So um, do you guys have any any comments or questions about this or or do you have any experiences about this? Um, uh, because that's that's the end of that's the end of it. <laughs> but I wish you all a great year, a great year. And so that's my two cents on resolutions. You know, I know I'm on a soapbox about it, but I'm like, it's stressful. And. I, we, our body is not made to take all of this stress and all of this undue pressure that we put on ourselves. Sometimes we are the low vibration. I say that all the time. Sometimes we're the one stressing ourselves out. So it's good to check ourselves too. Like, hey, hey girl, chill, chill out, chill out. <laughs> well, this wraps up my BYOK live. I thank everyone who was on YouTube, Facebook, watching me and TikTok. Now that I can go live on TikTok. Um, Every Tuesday, I will be here uh, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. So come hang out with your girl. This was so much fun. And I can't wait to uh, meet with you all next week. So um, thank you for the likes. Thank you for the roses. Thank you for the views. If you are on any of the platforms, follow me. Follow me. Hey, Miss Cynthia. Make sure that you follow. I got Viv Morrison. Make sure you follow her. You have a good night too, love. And make sure you follow Cynthia J Designs. She is bad and bad in a good way. She is the coldest sewer, coldest sewer ever. Everything that is on her website is made by her. So make sure you go to www.designsbycynthiaj.com and make sure you follow her on TikTok, you guys. And if you are on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe and you like, like the video and share everywhere. Sharing is caring. So thank you so much. And until next time, everyone, don't forget to be kind to yourself to yourself, and to be kind to each other. And until next week, bye!